everyone. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast. Welcome, welcome, everyone. So happy you stopped by. Uh, This is the joy of junk journaling and everything related to junk journals. Today's topic is going to be about craft shows, craft show ideas, how to present your junk journals, explain your junk journals, and display your junk journals, and different uh, tips uh, for selling your junk journals, all included in this one podcast. So I hope you like it. I uh, have a bit of a history with uh, craft shows. I used to, uh, what I would call, work the craft show circuit for about 10 years when I sold my bath and body products there. So I have been around the craft show campsites a bit, and uh, I would love to share with you any ideas that I might have to help you sell your journals there. And uh, actually going to a craft show was one of the first places I I got a journal in my hands for the very first time. So, uh, and I got very excited about it, and I bought one, and I gave it to my little niece, and she was so excited, and uh, uh, she was already sending me pictures of little things she was tucking into it, so... Uh, it's always a special warm place in my heart, but uh, I've got some good news for you. I hope you like this. Um, I've created a, uh, th- and th- these things are free for you. So I created a free checklist of junk journal supplies. Uh, and these are things that I found very helpful and very useful when I was beginning my junk journal journey. And uh, I would, you know, just wander around the house or walk around and I would think to myself oh this would go great in a journal or oh that would go great in a journal or I would watch somebody's video and I would see them use something that I never thought to use in a journal and voila all of a sudden I I was sparked with all this inspiration and creativity oh my gosh that's great I need to go gather all these up so what I've done is I sat down and for about four hours, I sat down and I wrote this master list out of all the things that I could think of that would go in a junk journal. And it's just sometimes very handy to have this checklist with you so that you can review it um, and you can just see visually and, and that way the list so that when you're walking around in your life, when you're just going out, you're shopping, you're visiting friends, you're you know going to the library, whatever it is, you have your scanners going and you are constantly aware of what can potentially go into one of your beautiful junk journals. So I've compiled this list and it's broken down into two parts. It has a basic section and an advanced section. And basically the difference between the two are the basic is very either free or very almost free. Most of those items you probably have around your house already. So it's just a matter of gathering them. So I've gone ahead and compiled that list. The advanced list is let's say, okay, um, you're ready to get a little fancier. Maybe you want to buy a few tools, something like that. So the advanced list will take you through if you have a few shekels in your pocket to spend and you're ready to take the next step. But there's enough there for everybody. I think it's seven or eight pages. It's, 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 uh, um, quite extensive, but um, and you can download it and you can save it on your computer or you can print it out. So you can do it either way, which is kind of fun. It makes it handy. And I'm certainly uh, thrilled if you would share this with others. Feel free, feel free to print it out, feel free to share it away. Um, I just want to get this information out there because I know it was something that really helped me as I was going along in the junk journal process. And uh, I just really want as many people as possible to be exposed to the idea of making books and uh, making journals because I think it's such a wonderful craft and a wonderful thing that we all can uh, experience together and, um, uh, and on our own. 
uh, on our own, but also together through the glory of the internet and how it's able to bring people from all over the world together and we can share our stories and ideas. Um, it's also a wonderful form of therapy. As, as many of us know, it helps us uh, stay relaxed and calm and, and laugh and giggle. And uh, so I think there's a lot of uh, joy and a lot of um, uh, really uh, good things about junk journaling that I hope to share with others. So that's my mission. Oh, and also on that same little link, when you click it, you will also get my uh, free note from the bookmaker. And this is that wording or that verbiage that I've typed out. And um, uh, I've just found it very handy to tuck into the beginning of my journal so that uh, if I happen to give my journal uh, to somebody who's not familiar with junk journals, they will have this at the ready and they can just look through it and just say, oh, okay, now I understand what this book is all about. It doesn't seem so strange. It actually seems kind of cool. And that's usually the the reaction that, that I get. So I wanted to share that with you. I have had this here before, except it was in a different format where... Um, it was just a photograph and you had to rewrite everything by hand. So it was a little bit cumbersome and I wanted to make it easier for you guys. So I've placed it in two formats. It's in a Word document and it's also in a PDF. So the Word document means that you can play with and manipulate the words, the shapes of the words, the fonts of the words, the sizing of the entire thing. You can make it into a thin column or a wide letter, however you like it. You can have total freedom there. The PDF is um, basically... It's like a a snapshot of the um, pre-printed actual document, but I put it in old typewriter font. So so for those of you who like the typewriter font, the old font, uh, but don't happen to have a typewriter and you don't want or you don't want to be bothered to type it out yourself, all you need to do is print it out. So that's the PDF format. So that's there. That's in the description box, the drop down box below each video on YouTube. Check it out. And um, I hope you guys enjoy those little goodies. And um, also, I wanted to let you know that we do the podcasts. We, here's the we again. Um, I do the podcasts every Tuesday and Thursday. So uh, just look for those if you're looking for a little bit more junk journal inspiration. And also, I have the Facebook group. It comes out. Um, I'd love for you guys to come over and join it. There's, I think, 2,600 of us plus or more now. And, um, I'm doing weekly and monthly journal uh, journals. I'm doing weekly and monthly challenges with everybody and they're optional. They're not mandatory, but it's a fun place where you can actually post uh, your dunsies, what you've actually completed. Or let's say you saw a really uh, inspiring video on the paper outpost and you want to make something along those lines, feel free to post it there. Or let's say you just have a uh, amazing idea related to junk journals and you just want a place to share it. Here's your place to share it. So people are very friendly and very supportive. And I would be absolutely thrilled if you come out and join us there as well. Um, okay, so I'm also found on just FYI on uh, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and I've got a blog coming. So let's get to today's topic. Uh, sorry for the big wind there. I just wanted to get all that information out to you. Craft show ideas. So let's talk about, sn- okay, snuggle in. Let's talk about craft show ideas. All right, so this is what I would recommend. I would recommend, um, and of course, you can do this any way you want, but let's take the typical craft show setup. What have you got? You have got a table and you have got some space, and then it's entirely up to you to attract that person who's walking by to come over to your uh, table and intrigue them with what you have. Now, you already know you have something fascinating and amazing if they would just take the time to explore it a little bit, but it's a little bit awkward with a junk journal because um, let's say 
you know, you have a junk journal there sitting there on the table and it is decorated inside and out and it's ready to go. But the first a wave of people you're going to get coming by are going to be the people who have never seen a junk journal. They have no idea what it is or, or how it's useful or, or what it's about. So they need a little bit of help. And you may be... Um, free. Maybe you're ta- Maybe you're uh, just sitting there and you're able to converse with them and chat and that's wonderful, but you may also be involved with another customer. So you kind of want your table to speak for itself. Uh, always be marketing. So um, a little uh, idea or tip, I have a bunch of them here for you and I'm just going to go through them quickly for you. But number one is have options. Okay, so what I mean by that is have a naked journal, have a decorated journal, and then have one major eye-popping journal not for sale okay and what I this is how I would do it you don't have to do it this way this is just my recommendation okay so the naked journals they're gonna be in one area a naked journal is a journal that uh, you've constructed the cover and you've constructed the signatures but other than that it's naked maybe you've done you know it has a pretty uh, piece of paper or fabric on the outside but uh, the inside is entirely ready for someone to either journal on strictly or they can decorate um, as they see fit or you know they can take it from there now if you have some of those and then beside that you have some what I would call mid decorated ones where you've inserted some pockets and some tucks and a little bit of stamping and maybe a few decorations but not overly loaded there's still plenty of blank pages but it gets the person started on the idea of what they're actually going to be doing with this journal or maybe they just like it as is with just a few pockets and a few tucks um, or and a few envelopes but at least the person can start to see the progression between naked and mid-decorated. And then your eye popper, your, your one that you've gone uh, to, you know, the nth degree, your bells and whistles, you've really, maybe you made one like I did, a really super big chunky monkey. Um, and it is just full to the gills. It's stuffed with ephemera. It's stuffed with embellishments. And it took you forever to make. So maybe you're not even willing to sell this one. But this one, or, or maybe you are. But the point of this one is actually, um, to uh, show them what is possible or what could be done or how cool this could look or how um, fun this might be to make. And with that being said, we'll be right back. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, and we're back. All right, now, here's where it gets really exciting because I've got some ideas for you that may really up your game at the craft show, and we all want that. We want successful sales, and we want uh, larger sales. So here's a way to... uh, assist that. Okay, you're going to have likely some notebooks. These are what I call small craft 
journals or, or junk journals, uh, some notebooks, you might have some cards or some card sets, you might have some weekend journalettes, which are basically like little portfolios that you made out of manila folders, things like that. I have a video on that if you want to see that. You might have journal tags and journal cards, large and small, and um, you might have pockets and uh, tucks and things like that. But what I want you to start thinking about is if you're the person that has never seen junk journals before and you're coming along and you're think and you're just bewildered by this amazing thing that is in front of you right now. Perhaps you have your eye-popping journal that is fully loaded on a little uh, pedestal or a platform that people can easily flip through or look through or peruse or you can show them things if they're afraid to touch it because sometimes that happens. Um, but uh, think about bundling. And here is where the bundling will uh, assist you in creating larger sales. Number one, it makes it much easier for somebody new who's coming along to get started. Let's say you have a nice uh, grandma or an aunt that comes along and she wants to buy a junk journal set for a niece or, a, or perhaps a daughter or somebody or for herself. And she doesn't know how to get started. She's never done this before. She might be a prime person to take a look at a uh, mid-decorated or a naked junk journal and possibly she might be interested in buying a bundle set of possibly a few journal tags, journal cards, large and small, possibly some uh, pocket or um, pocket sets that you, you have in little clumps, like maybe you sell three at a time and you put them in a little glassine bag or some type of uh, little cute decorated envelope. And all of a sudden, you've got this little junk journal kit. You've got this whole little kit that you can sell somebody. You could sell the uh, embellishments or uh, the junk journal kits uh, by themselves without the journal, as well as you could sell them with the journal. So maybe the person might prefer to make their own journal, but they're not quite sure how to do the embellishment part of it yet. So having some examples at home to get them started and to use in their junk journal right away might be the fire that they need to get them going on this wonderful craft and also get you to making some sales. So um, you can also do this with ephemera. Ephemera um, are the uh, papers of life that we tend to uh, cast away, advertisements, things like that. Um, and older ones, maybe you've come across some vintage ephemera. You can also bundle that and you can bundle uh, ephemera with some embellishments, the decorations that we put in our junk journals. So you could have a one packet, could be a junk journal, a blank one, or a halfway uh, mid-decorated one along with an ephemera and embellishment packet and you could call that a bundle and have a price on that bundle. You don't even have to, um, you can put them together and wrap it all up or you could actually have different baskets on your desk. Maybe some hold the ephemera, the old papers, some hold the embellishments, uh, like the journal tags, the journal cards, the pockets, the tucks, things like that. Maybe some spine jewelry, something like that. Uh, uh, now remember, you have your eye popper showing how all of this can come together. Maybe you have spine jewelry on it. Maybe you have, um, you know, uh, old papers tucked into it. Maybe you have pictures in it so they can see how it can be used in many different ways. Um, so these are great ideas to create upsell at your craft show. It also introduces people to this amazing craft and they will get lost in the bewilderment of it. Um, people are generally at craft shows to have a good time, to shop, to share, to laugh uh, together, just to have lots of fun. Um, but today people like things to be easy and to be simple and to be quick. And um, if 
there's somebody who can kind of put the process together where it doesn't seem to be so overwhelming to get started but you can just sit down your blank journal is right in front of you and you can just go ahead and glue a few things here and there now you're always going to get some people who are way ahead of the game and and they're like oh i could make this at home or i could do this at home that's awesome because what you've done is you've completely inspired somebody else to go ahead and get started on this wonderful junk journaling craft that we all know and love so much and we can understand certainly their thrill of being excited about it i mean just watching their faces and how they become so intrigued and so entranced uh, with your goodies is uh, enough to make anybody's day so um, definitely i would recommend to have some journals that are there that are finished that they can look through um, i know it's always nerve-wracking when you're going to have somebody look through something expensive you're thinking about sticky craft fingers coming by maybe they were eating you know caramelized popcorn or something like that but what I recommend is that you pick a few journals that you're actually okay with people thumbing through and kind of consider them to be your craft show journals and honestly if something happens to them maybe a sticky thumbprint ends up on something hey we're crafters we have ways of hiding that of of covering that up so kind of uh, know that you can uh, place an embellishment on top of that area or you can use some ink to hide it or you can uh, you know put a myriad of things on top of it to disguise it or work it into your design as I like to say that's always a good uh, method of handling these little bluebirds in life so um, also when you're creating your table um, I might recommend that uh, generally your junk journals are going to follow a certain style I do a lot of nature journals I do a lot of antique vintage style journals Victorian style journals as well and what you can do is you can theme your entire table around that so that that enhances the um, eye appeal or the eye candy or the eye-catching ability of your table to attract people who are uh, thinking along the same lines maybe that's a very intriguing theme to them nature is a very popular one Uh, vintage is a very popular one I mean there's so many there's you know sewing and steampunk and all these others but um, you can actually decorate your table related to your uh, theme and let's say if it was an antique table or or an antique theme that you have or it is a Uh, nature journal you could you know wrap the legs of your table in some plastic uh, you know vines that you got at the Dollar Tree or you could have a pretty like green uh, tablecloth that might you might mimic the colors of nature in your um, your table design Uh, what you wear might also complement your theme so you might wear some colors that mimic nature or you might wear some uh, clothing that has flowers or leaves or something like that on it Heck, you could dress up like Mother Nature and stand back there and and sell your journals as well. Um, (laughs) So you can take it to whatever point you would like to take it. Um, I actually dressed up as Mother Nature for Halloween once. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Mother Nature and Father Time. Hubby was Father Time and I was Mother Nature. but yeah, I mean, you can go as, and how about the backdrop behind you? Don't forget the wall behind you. If you are able to, you know, put anything on the wall, you can enhance your theme. You may or not be able to, you know, you can't hammer into the wall, but maybe you can use some masking tape or something to hold up some pictures or something like that. Or you can also bring photographs of other journals that you have. Now, another thing that's really important to remember that when you're at a craft show, point of sale is not always at the craft show especially when you have a higher priced item that uh, you're uh, 
you know, selling. So you definitely want to have some business cards made up and, you know, we are crafters. So have fun with these business cards, get creative about them, maybe make them a little mini journalettes or pockets or something that's going to make that person remember that that was that interesting lady with the interesting books at the craft show. And the uh, folks will hang on to these and you will get phone calls later from people who uh, picked up your business cards and they'll remember you and uh, they will place orders with you later. So always remember that your point of sale is not necessarily at the craft show itself. It may come later and have have ways on there that they can contact you. Maybe you want to put your email address and your uh, you may want to put your phone number, uh, that type of thing. Totally up to you, but you, you know, you put how you would like to be contacted on there for future sales of journals. And also another uh, line of selling, which is excellent, is once somebody purchases your kit or your journal, they take it home, they show somebody else, they show their best friend, all of a sudden the best friend wants one too. She wants to know how to get a hold of you. Da, da, da. So make sure you also put a note somewhere in your uh, blank journals or your craft journals uh, of how to get to, uh, how to get in contact with you. Maybe you want to uh, have a stamp with your name on it or a contact information on it so they, uh, they know how to get a hold of you and you can either stamp the actual book itself or you can stamp a little piece of paper and tuck it inside the book so there's a reference on how to get more journals and uh, journal-like materials if they're interested. Okay, so I would recommend also to have a sign-up sheet at your booth. Uh, maybe uh, collect emails. Um, that's a good way to start. Uh, you can also let them know possibly you're going to be doing a newsletter in the future. Would be okay, would it be okay to um, email them? Uh, you know, any sales or updates or anything like that that you might be having. And uh, remember that a lot of these products might be more expensive than the average craft show product. May or may not. It's totally up to you. It doesn't matter. But if they are, these might be think about it later sales. And if your uh, products present well and they will percolate on people's minds and you will get phone calls later or you will get emails later, people contacting you for more. And um, so other things that you can uh, put on your table for sale along with your journals and your ephemera and embellishments are how about decorated envelopes or decorated wallets or uh, portfolios. Um, For example, I was talking about the weekend journalette. You can take manila folders and uh, cut them in half and fold them and make a trifold portfolio for uh, quick writing space. I have a video on that. It's called the weekend journalette. Please check that out. Um, You can do small notepads, large notepads. Um, Just be ready. Be ready because you're going to um, have uh, you want to have sales at all price points and you want to have something ready to go at the craft show table as well. So you want to have some uh, naked journals all by themselves, uh, mid decorated journals all by themselves, and then a few loaded chunky monkeys that number one um, are for sale. Maybe you're going to have a glorious one that you aren't going to sell, but have some chunky monkeys full and ready to go so that somebody can walk by, grab and go because they're going to Sally Sue's birthday party that night and they don't have a thing to take with them and they need it right then and there. And this is a wonderful uh, place to, uh, um, they can just quick shop and they're ready to go. Okay, and always be ready to, uh, you know, review how you're going to present 
your journals, uh, review how you're going to explain them, and also review how you're going to display them. And if you think of those three three things, present, explain, and display, how you're going to uh, set all of that up at your craft show, you're going to have a well thought out, well organized, and very successful craft show. So there you have it, folks. These are just some ideas that I have. And uh, I certainly hope that um, you find some value in here with all these different things. If uh, uh, you enjoy this, please listening. Please keep listening to the podcast. Like I said, it comes out every Tuesday and Thursday. And uh, I am very excited to talk about these topics with you. And I'll talk about uh, anything that you like related to junk journals. So uh, stay tuned. There's a lot more coming. Make sure that you remember that fun can be simple and create with reckless abandon and have grand success at your craft shows. No matter what happens, whether it's rain or shine, you sell a lot or you don't sell a lot. Just remember uh, that there is joy in uh, playing with the papers, creating it. Um, you know, it's for many of us, it's our passion to pay, play with papers and uh, paper craft. So enjoy yourselves. Always have fun. And I'll be talking with you very soon. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>